Today, I'm chatting with Yang Berhormat Yo Biyin, Member of Parliament and Malaysia's youngest female minister in the multi-departments of Energy, Science, Technology, Environment and Climate Change. A chemical engineer by profession, she studied in Cambridge and is today a household name in our country, respected by many for her committed passion in nation-building. I am your host, Pauline. Welcome to TAW Real Chat, where life insights are shared. Biyin, thank you for joining me today. At the time of the Sheraton move, you were 36 weeks pregnant. Could you share with us where were you on that day and what were you doing while others were busy with the Sheraton move? Yeah, um, I was in, uh, I, I remember very well, it was a Sunday. Uh, it was weekend and then uh, I was supposed to go on my maternity leave because uh, of the doctor was telling me that probably I may have early uh delivery so but then I thought that I wanted to do a side visit to something I need to follow up in Pasir Gudang. Pasir Gudang had a case of the toxic gas pollution cases uh, 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 a, a year ago before the Sheraton move and then we have many follow-up things one of the things is the real-time uh, sensors network to detect uh, toxic gases uh, in a very timely manner so we can react soon so what i did that day was that i was doing a site visit um uh, to see the launch of it that means we finish up the whole thing in a year and then we launch it uh, we look at the thing and that was the day that um that in kl uh, something is happening and that um and that i remember that day very well because that day when i was doing a, my press conference when I was checking and telling the press, you know, how good the thing is going to solve the problem, blah, blah, blah. And then suddenly, uh, my assistant told me, something happened in KL, something happened in KL. I was like, okay, don't worry. Asmin uh, uh, Ali, I know him, you know, although he's, he's not like a good uh, uh, kind of a person that I agree with him. I don't really agree with him most of the time. And... But he won't go that far. That's why I say, oh, don't worry about that. You know, we focus on our job. And then, and then on the, so after we finish our job, on the way back, uh, that is when we actually uh, realized that, you know, something really... He did cross over, yeah. He did cross over and he did um, bring along uh, a few others to, to, to do the same. One mm. of them also include uh, Saifuddin Abdullah, who was sitting just beside me in every cabinet meeting, because in the cabinet meeting, the seat arrangement is actually uh, fixed. So every cabinet meeting, you actually sit, your, your neighbors are the same. So Saifuddin Ablola was the one that sit just next to me. And he, whenever he was around and I was around and we were in cabinet meeting, he will call me, sis, sis, how are you? Good morning, all this, you know. Mm -hmm. And the thing how people uh, who call you sis, who, you know, are so friendly to you, eventually, you know, then you realize that they betray you uh, at your back, you know. Yeah. And uh, so, so that was that was uh, that was the experience of the, the day on a Sheraton. My, my my question to you is this: So you've seen these mind-boggling things in politics, right? Um, um, you know, betrayal of colleagues that you trusted, um, yeah. personally trusted. You've seen um, alleged abuse of government um, machinery and and things like that. Do you ever feel disillusioned? Um, yeah, of course. I think uh, I think it is only natural that people feel very disillusioned. I remember after uh, after after the charity move, it was 
a few days of be- feeling that it's surreal, that, wow, the government is gone. You, you know, it, you feel surreal. Just like the day when we thought that One. we won the government, also yeah. surreal, you know. Um, the government falls and uh, for the first few months, we were still mm-hmm. hoping that something can, things can be reversed. We were still had hoping that, uh, you know, this is just a temporary stage. But, but after a few months, you realize that, you know, nothing's going to happen and, uh, and we really lost the government. And so the sadness actually sinks in uh, sink later on. Because right. in the first few weeks, right, you were still hoping that things will go back. And then, uh, then only after you have accepted that, you know, that it's not going to be possible, that is mm-hmm. when you, know, you feel very sad about uh, the country is going backward. I feel very sad for the country that things like this could happen. Um, not so much for me losing a, a minister. A seat, yeah, a ministership. Mm. Yeah, for the country. Um, but, uh, but mainly is for the country and mainly because how leaders will change just because they are offered uh, deputy minister or minister's post. You know, a lot of MPs' friends switch side just because they want to have a taste of being a deputy minister. What is so big deal of being a minister, you know, when you, you actually betray your own principle, things I cannot understand. I feel that there is no righteousness, there is no right and sense of right and wrong among the leaders anymore. And how these leaders are going to tell people that we are going to lead you into uh, something, you know. I always believe that leaders must have a moral compass whereby people can follow. And now the right and wrong is so blurred. Mixed up. Mm. Very, very, very mixed up. So you feel very sad for the country. Now. And the, the thing is that whole year, I feel very sad looking at my colleagues. If you look at the development, the first, it was that Tan Sri Mohindin was sworn in. Mm-hmm. They actually did not have enough numbers. So it was one by one being, being they crossed, right? They crossed one by one that even eventually 17 months, he still did not get really like yeah. really convincing uh, numbers. Lah. But mm. in those, those one year, sometimes this colleague jump, you know, another mm. month, another colleague jump for different, for different reasons. You feel very sad, you, you know, you, you really feel very sad. Many of them, you know, you, you were colleagues, uh, but none of them were close to me. That means there is no, yeah. no uh, uh, close to uh, 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 emotions uh, yeah no they they are colleagues um those who are close to me uh fortunately no, all did not jump so <laughs> <laughs> you not you'll be heartbroken i think uh, if not even more heartbroken you know yeah so so and then seeing how uh things develop mm. on how tan sri muhyiddin um want to cling to power and declare emergency, you know, all this kind of thing is so unheard of. And then you see, and then you see series of uh, uh, elections, state election, whereby, you know, a convicted former prime minister who's so corrupt, being called Bosco and being so popular, you know, the nation has lost its moral compass. It has lost its direction of you know, I feel very, very sad. So 
if you ask me what is my feeling about the whole thing is that the whole 30 months that the past 30 months has been difficult but it also has been a time when i know that is politics you know and right. politics can be uh, a lot of impossible can happen <laughs> the good the, the good things can happen the impossible things can happen the impossibly bad things can also happen so 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 um, so that is why nowadays I look at politics uh, from a very lens that um, I know that everyone in politics right now, um, not everyone are good people. We cannot expect them to be good. You know, mm. um, sometimes they change mm. and suddenly they change um, and that uh, we must be vigilant. I, I, I would tell you that before Sheridan moved, I was uh, more naive and uh, idealistic. Uh, for now, after I've seen through all this and uh, going through myself, whether it is uh, intra-party or inter internal party politics as well, uh, makes me realize that, you know, um, having ideal is not enough. You, we, we must be also be wise in, in, in our politics. Well, I think it's very interesting and, I, and very apt, I think, to, to mention about the wonderful work you did in Sarawak. You wrote about the story where you you um, the long road you took with Mordi Bimo, a, a local candidate that your party had for in the Sarawak Dayak area, where you brought uh, infrastructure into the kampongs, right? Um, water, electricity, roads, health, and education camps, all yeah. funded purely by public donations. Yeah. Now, my question to you is this: We you've done so much there, but Mordi lost elections for seven years. Yeah. How do you drive home that message to people? It's it's so visible, right? All this infrastructure improvement, you're bringing access, like you say, I empathize with what's happening here. I'm doing all the hard work. People not seeing or the system is being gamed in one way or another. How do you deal with things like that? Um, first, uh, you know, you after the first Sarah election that we lost, um, then I realized that Politics is not only about bringing good to the people. Uh, you need to have tactics to win election. Um, and that, of course, after seven years, Modi actually won. So it's a long road to victory. Very uh, long road. Uh, and, and he's definitely facing an uphill battle to keep the seat uh, now. And uh, because rural seat is not easy to keep for, for party without resources like DAP. You know, um, and uh, and we really do not take government money to our party. Uh, everything is by donation, a private donation without any string attached. That means that even private donation doesn't come in big sum, because there is no string attached. Not say tell you that now after we win, win government, we will give you this project, that project. If that is the case, then you will see millions and tens of millions that come in. If that's not the case, people that earn hard-earned money will not be able to give you as much as they give to the rivalry parties. So, so, so uh, we are still struggling. I, <laughs> it's not the end of the destination. It's not the end of the, <laughs> our struggle yet. We're still struggling. Yeah. Um, but so I always believe that we just have to do what is right and see what does the future what the future hold up. Right. So you keep going. Yeah.
But what keeps you going? Like, if you're, you're so sad and disillusioned, how do you find, I don't know, the fuel to keep going in this new election and, and uh, you know, with the belief that, that you say good things can still happen, bad things can also happen? Yeah. Um, Why are you still here? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I actually struggled. Um, I now have two kids and two very, very young kids, and uh, I'm also pregnant seven months, you know. <laughs> this is not easy. It's really not I'm easy sure. when you have young kids. So, so I hope that this round, when uh, I contest in Selangor, will be nearer to home, that I will be able to be more balanced in, in family and, you know, handling all my kids and, and also in, uh, in my political uh, pursuit. Of course, if you ask me whether I have thought of not uh, contesting or not being active in frontline politics. I would uh, admit that I did uh, for a long, for a very, very long time. I considered whether or not I would, I would want to uh, either take a break or retire from politics. Um, but after a long thought, uh, you know, I, I think that, uh, that maybe my time is in frontline politics is not up yet. Sometimes, you know, you, if you, if, I, I remember one pastor say in a sermon uh, very well, he says that if you follow your emotion, your emotion is not your passion. You'll feel sad on everything, you know. Your passion is when you, is when, when it is fixed on purpose. You cannot pursue your emotion because sometimes it's up, sometimes it's down, but you must pursue a purpose. That is real passion. That is pursuit of passion. Otherwise, it's a pursuit of emotion. So what is my purpose, right? So, so I have always been and still <clears throat> want to do the best I can <clears throat> to contribute to build this nation. <clears throat> Whether or not uh, things are good or bad, that is out of my control. But at least the things that is in my control is that whether I try my best, so I thought that even after all this, uh, my since I'm still I, I I can still contribute, I think I I will uh, continue to contribute at least for one more term. That's why I signed myself up for another another term. Well, do you have any last words for the? Well, I think it won't just be women listening to this particular podcast for this one. But um, do you have any last words? I think for for people who are listening in, especially the Malaysians. Yeah, uh, I think we should continue to hope for a better Malaysia. We should not let uh, what is happening now to limit our imagination for this country. This is still a great nation. Uh, this great nation has great potential. And that uh, what it requires is a lot of people to believe in this. A lot of people to believe and continue to participate in our democratic process. And that um, see, because change is a long process, we must have stamina to finish the race. Uh, this is a race that is not finished. Let's not turn back and say the good old days are better. The good old days are the, 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 the days where absolute power that corrupt our country, absolutely. Let's just move forward. And to although it's unknown, but let's believe that in this future that we move forward to, we'll be able to chart a better path for this nation. I always believe that if we get good enough people, 
a lot, enough good people to be a part of this journey, we'll be able to chart a better path for this country. Mm, beautiful said, beautiful said. Um, I remember there was a quote, I think you said, of Churchill uh, in your book. Yeah. Do, do you remember that quote? What, uh, what is that? The, it is not the failure is not fatal. Right, uh, uh, and success is not uh, success is not final, right? Success right. is not final and, and failure is not continue it's the courage to continue. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's that's a good note to end there. Bean, thank you so much for making the time in your very busy schedule to chat with us today. We appreciate it. Um, ladies and then well, I suppose boys as well, if you're listening to this, um, get out and vote. Um, whichever party you're supporting, make your voice heard. And we uh, wish you all the best, Bean, in this coming elections. Thank you. Everyone, give us a thumbs up, hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you at our next Real Chat episode. Bye for now. Bye.